Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks and enjoy the show. How Little John Lived at the Sheriff's Part 2 Then the wrath of Little John boiled over, and lifting his clenched fist, he smote the pantry door, bursting out three panels and making so large an opening that he could easily stoop and walk through it. When the steward saw what was done, he waxed mad with rage, and as Little John stooped to look within the pantry, he seized him from behind by the nape of the neck pinching him sorely and smiting him over the head with his keys till the yeoman's ears rang again. At this, Little John turned upon the steward and smote him such a buffet that the fat man fell to the floor and lay there as though he would never move again. There, quoth Little John, think well of that stroke and never keep a good breakfast from a hungry man again. So saying, he crept into the pantry and looked about him to see if he could find something to appease his hunger. He saw a great venison pasty and two roasted capons, beside which was a platter of plover's eggs. Moreover, there was a flask of sack and one of canary, a sweet sight to a hungry man. These he took down from the shelves and placed upon a sideboard and prepared to make himself merry. Now, the cook, in the kitchen across the courtyard, heard the loud talking between Little John and the steward, and also the blow that Little John struck the other. So he came running across the court and up the stairway to where the steward's pantry was, bearing in his hands the spit with the roast still upon it. Meanwhile, the steward had gathered his wits about him and risen to his feet, so that when the cook came to the steward's pantry, he saw him glowering through the broken door at Little John, who was making ready for a good repast, as one dog glowers at another that has a bone. When the steward saw the cook, he came to him and putting one arm over his shoulder, Alas, sweet friend, quoth he, for the cook was a tall, stout man, seest thou what that vile knave Reynold Greenleaf hath done? He hath broken in upon our master's goods, and hath smitten me a buffet upon the ear, so that I thought I was dead. Good cook, I love thee well, and thou shalt have a good pottle of our master's best wine every day, for thou art an old and faithful servant. Also, good cook, I have ten shillings that I mean to give you as a gift to thee. But hatest thou not to see a vile upstart like this Reynold Greenleaf taking it upon him so bravely? I marry that I do, quoth the cook boldly, for he liked the steward because of his talk of the wine and of the tin shillings. Get thee gone straight away to thy room, and I will bring out this knave by his ears. So saying, he laid aside his spit and drew the sword that hung by his side, whereupon the steward left as quickly as he could, for he hated the sight of naked steel. 
Then the cook walked straight away to the broken pantry door, through which he saw little John tucking a napkin beneath his chin and preparing to make himself merry. Why, hey now, Reynold Greenleaf, said the cook, thou art no better than a thief, I wot. Come thou straight forth, man, or I will carve thee as I would carve a suckling pig. Nay, good cook, bear thou thyself more seemingly, or else I will come forth to thy dole. At most times I am as a yearling lamb, but when one cometh between me and my meat, I am a raging lion, as it were. Lion or no lion, quoth the valorous cook, come thou straight forth, else thou art a coward heart as well as a knavish thief. Ha! Ah! cried little John, coward's name have I never had. So look to thyself, good cook, for I come forth straight, the roaring lion I did speak of but now. Then he too drew his sword and came out of the pantry. Then, putting themselves into position, they came slowly together, with grim and angry looks. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires, and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family. Feel free to fact check us and offer suggestions to make our show better for you. You can also send us an email at lostinrevisionpodcast at gmail.com. There's a lot more waiting for us all at the end of the road.